Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. How are you today, sir? Oh, I had a crazy, uh, crazy day yesterday. After the program was done, one of my yeah. very important computers decided to give up the ghost. And uh, I don't know how... Com- I know you're very computer literate. I know you are. No, not well, really. But... Compared to a lot of people. And um, I, I know enough to get me into trouble with computers. And I did everything to fix that computer, and it just Well, let me explain gone. something to you uh, in, in life about computers yes. and women. Uh-oh. As men, we know enough how to get ourselves into trouble. Yes, that's true. Computers and women, that's all there is to it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, that's the truth. Um, boy, a lot of uh, interesting things going on. And, and you know what's amazing, Bill? A lot of it is being ignored by mainstream media, one of the biggest stories out there right now is that sometime today, President Trump is making a major announcement. There was a big uh, article about it. Did you see the article online? Yeah, I I mean, I have it here in my notes. You know, I don't sit there and have these big streams of everything, and I think people have gathered that. I, I, I skim the news to see what there is to talk about, get enough details on it so I know what I'm going to say which is a miracle in and of itself, <laughs> that alone. Because yeah. there is really nothing. Trump is being mum on what oh, it is. big it's, time. It's a big announcement, which has got the left going, well, what's he going to do? Well, he's going to announce his running partner. No, no, his attorneys are onto something, so he figured he better do a preemptive strike. Well, you don't have an well, idea did, did you see the at gra- all. Did you see the graphic, Bill, that came along with? This is the thing that... Here's what it says. President Trump made a major announcement uh, yesterday afternoon. He shared the following on Truth Social. He said, uh, and by the way, it says, we have no idea what President Trump is referring to uh, at this time, but we'll keep you posted. This is from Gateway Pundit. And here's the graphic. I can show it to you, Bill. You can see where the laser's coming out of his eyes, the Trump man suit or Superman suit. And I don't have the word. I don't have the text of what he says, but I think he said something like uh, America, it's time that America had a superhero or we need a superhero. And it shows a graphic. If you don't, if you haven't seen it of, of Trump standing in front of Trump tower and he's ripping over, open his dress shirt, his white shirt and underneath the white shirt is a Superman-ish type uniform, but instead of an S, it has a, a T. T on it. Yeah, and so it would, that he was the superhero. But you know, I was thinking last night: does it mean something as simple as he's going back on Twitter? I mean, if that is that what the T is for, Twitter? You know, well, as opposed it could to be Trump? Twitter. Maybe, maybe he's cut a deal with Elon. The one thing is. They were trying to say that Elon has just ruined it for Trump. And I'm going, how in the hell do they figure that? Because and and they're pushing the narrative, the election deniers and, you know, all of us people that believe the election was stolen. Well, guess what, guys? Sit there and take a step back from, you know, all the crap that you have been slinging at everyone and take a good look. You stole the election, or the Democrats did. And if you believe that you didn't steal it, you're blind, you're dreaming, you're stupid, and you yeah. don't, you shouldn't have the right to well, vote. Well, what happens with a lot of, dumb. what happens with a lot of liars and people like that is they, they start to believe their lies, you know, 
They start to believe. Mm-hmm. First they lie, and it's a good one, and then they try to sell it. And if they're lucky enough to convince some people that their lie is the truth, after a while they start themselves to believe that what they lied about is actually factual. You know, it's like <laughs> they they believe their nonsense. Now, uh, as far as it being a Twitter announcement, I think that if he were to make an announcement that he's going back on Twitter, it would be a massive disappointment to millions of his fans who are expecting something bigger. I mean, the way he's put this out there, major announcement, capital letters, him standing in front of Trump Tower with a Superman-type uh, uniform on and a T instead of the S. And, I mean, that says to me this something major is going to happen. I don't think him going back on Twitter is major. I just don't. Do you? No, I don't. But I also believe that no matter what he announces, it could be to, you know that he could announce that you know what, uh, we're going to, we're going to Brazilian it. And, uh, the, you know, the military is going to take over the government and he's going to be placed back in. There have been rumors about that, but whatever it is he, he does, they're going to poo poo it the left and talk about what a disappointment that was. Yeah. No matter what he says, <laughs> it's, that was a yeah. big disappointment. Yeah. Well, talk about Trump dump. There was, you know, <laughs> well, you know what? The news has got the, the news dumps crap every day and it's crap. Exactly what they do. There are a lot of people who, who believe that there's really something happening, uh, below the surface that we have no idea is going on. We have no idea that there's actually things happening in the background that are going to be significant with regard to our government sometime. Well, meaning, you know, meaning things like uh, maybe some of the military uh, do not mm-hmm. believe that the election is a valid election. Maybe they have the actual proof. You know, when he was leaving office, Bill, do you remember this? He said, yeah. we got all the proof. We caught him, he said. We got everything. That's what Trump said. You know, he set up the Space Force. He set up the Space Force, and people said, why did he set up the Space Force? It's because they handle satellites and information and things like that. They are wonderful at retrieving uh, all this uh, information that you would need in a in a situation just like an election steal, you know? And uh, so maybe what he's going to come out with is, uh, is proof positive that the election was stolen and that uh, the military has decided to... Uh, to take action. Well, it's possible. I mean, the, the Twitter dumps, thanks to Elon, put all the I's and the T's out there. So maybe he's got the stuff to dot the I's and cross the T's and say, there you go. Yeah. It was stolen. Now, what are we going to do about it? Now, the and question that's probably the scary thing. Yeah, What's going to the question is, are we a strong enough country to stand up to this? I mean, are we going to be not to be stand up? I mean, to, to be able to absorb this, not to collapse under uh, this type of a of a removal of a removal. You know, I mean, if someone steals something and it can be proven that it was stolen, and that person is then removed from office, what does that do to the country? You know, are we strong enough to say, okay, we did the right thing, let's move on, or is it going to cripple us in some way, make us a, a less uh, a less strong nation? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, we are divided, and it was purposely done that way to be divided, and it's been done by the left. I, 
I rode, uh, you know, I think I told you I was helping out uh, uh, my lady friend with, uh, well, I was along for the ride. Let's put it that way. On a real estate deal right. up here in Boston. And the, the lady that was being shown a place and, you know, has the money to buy an emerald, and that's all here, here, you know, here and there. But apparently a friend of Elizabeth Warren. So, oh, yeah, we go by and through the house and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was so entrenched in the liberal world. And it's not like she's one of the people that's out there creating all this stuff, but she believes it. Oh, you know what? Uh, guns are bad. We can put up with high gas prices and high grocery prices because we got to get rid of guns. I'm going like, what? Many of the left who believe what she believes are good people. They're really good people. She was people. a good person. Yeah. And, and, and I think they're gentle people in some ways. I really do think that they want, they don't want fighting. They don't want guns because guns, they think, hurt people. I mean, they're touchy-feely people who, you know what I'm saying? They, They've they, been told and, and sold a bill of goods. Yeah, but, She was talking about Elizabeth Warren. I don't have a high opinion of Elizabeth. Neither but, do I. You know, she gave, you know, she gave the story of her childhood and all of that stuff. And I'm going like, well, you know, thank you for telling me that, because now I understand why she has the feelings that she has. But her I don't agree with her means to solve the problems right. that she perceives that are out there. She hasn't a clue. Yeah. You yeah. know, I didn't say it that way because <laughs> and riding a car with her. Yeah, but. you're trying to sell her a house. Your, your your lady is trying to sell her a house and you're getting into a fight with the No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I had to be very diplomatic. I'm sure you I, did. <laughs> how I phrase that. But the point is, is that you know, I mean there are politicians and and I'll give them some credit to where that you know, they might have good you know, touchy-feely, heartsy things that they want to do, but the blame, you know, that the, the blame that they're putting it on or their solution is not the solution if they would step back and take a real serious look. I, I think that the left is divided too, meaning yeah. that I think there's a segment of the, uh, the Democratic Party, they, they don't really pay attention to politics like we do. Mm -hmm. And so they just think, well, I'm a Democrat, and my father was a Democrat, and we're all Democrats, and we all feel uh, that uh, people should be able to walk down the street without worrying about whether a guy has a gun or not. That's all well and good, but you, you know, in, on the same, <laughs> you should also take into consideration that you want the police officer to, down the street to have a gun, you want him to right. protect you. But anyway, that's another story. The thing is, then there's the other side of the Democratic Party that is is vile that they don't the other side doesn't really know exist you know what i'm saying well i yeah, think there's an evil side to that party that is corrupting our society in general meaning they're taking away uh, uh they're making things that were abhorrent not too long ago they want it to be normal now they want be the idea of having drag queens in the kids classroom Second graders walking around with women's clothes on and flaunting their sexuality, uh, they want to make that normal. They want to make it so that it's well, accepted by society. Funny you should say that because I think there are people in that party that want to take certain things, extreme things, and normalize them and might take a person that could be a good person. Mm -hmm. Now, 
and and give them purposely give them bad advice. Look at Elizabeth Warren going back to her. There was a publicity thing where she wasn't herself. You know, if you look at her and you know just her whatever, you know where they 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 put her out in a public place where she was sitting there having a beer. And it was so awkward not a place. Yep. It was the wrong image. It was now, a video of her. Her yeah, and her husband. And I'm like going, it was the biggest mistake. It was like at and, home with the Warrens. you know. <laughs> yeah, and she should have just sat there and said, you know what? That's not me. That's right. not me. Maybe you're not, you ought to ditch your advisors and all of those people and go back and look at your core values and sit down and hey, step back. But they do that all the time on the left. I mean, look at they. Obama last week went down to... Uh, uh, some, uh, I think it was Mississippi or some place like that, or maybe it was Georgia, and he was talking with a southern accent. Now you have to understand something that Barack Hussein Obama, he was uh, actually raised in Hawaii for Pete's sakes. That's where he was raised, and he was uh, when he was in politics, he was in politics in Illinois. They don't talk mm. like this down in. They don't talk like this down in Illinois, you know, or in Hawaii. No, they're know. up in Illinois and down in Alabama. Uh, yeah, but, you, you know, know I guess yeah. I guess she figured, you know, with with the name of Obama, you well, know. Hey, and look at Hillary. Remember Hillary? That's a southern name. Remember Hillary about f- three years ago? I ain't oh. no ways tired. <laughs> Do you remember that? Did you ever hear that clip? Yeah. Of, Hillary was also one who went out in front of uh, some southern voters. Oh, well, there you go. I ain't no ways tired. Oh come on, Hillary! You, you know you, what? Jeez, you just you just put you just gave me an idea for a parody. <laughs> you really? Sit there and take all those little I ain't no way he's dying, <laughs> you know. And the hey y'all <laughs> and put them all together. I bet you because we could get all those Democrats together. Do 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 do. Yeah, Green <laughs> Acres. <laughs> uh, yeah, because of the Green Deal. And, yeah, uh, you well, gotta, you, you somebody gotta. could have fun with that. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, but the thing is, they're phonies. They're not these. T- they're not these type of people. They, and in many ways, they're actually making fun of the people they're speaking in front of by by putting on these phony accents. That, by the way, most of them are terrible. Obama's wasn't bad. Obama, he, he kind of pulled it off. But, you know, he's a guy, like I said, he, he grew up in Hawaii. There's no southern accent in Hawaii. And well, what is his name? Barack Hussein Obama. Is that a southern name? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe it's southern Yemen or something. I don't know. Maybe it's southern Iraq. But Is uh, it a religious name? I'm not trying oh, to be mean. No, here, I, I, I think it is probably more religious than it is. Uh, but you know, he went by a different name, Barry. Uh, what was his last name? Barry. Uh, I forgot his last name, but it, he went by like Barry Zambrano or something like that. I can't remember his his name, and I'll think about that after the show. Yeah, but well, it doesn't matter. But he went by a different name growing up. He's a poser. He is. He is. He's a poser. You know, I love these guys, too. He's another guy who, you know, went into uh, politics, basically broke and left politics, a multi-multi-millionaire. Which well, he hasn't left politics. He's he's on the sidelines. He's still pulling, pulling the strings. strings. Speaking of politics, Bill, um, interesting thing here I wanted to play for you. This is uh, Representative Andy Biggs. He was on uh, a podcast called, podcast called The Briefing with uh, Steve Scully, and Scully asked him about... Uh, whether 
Uh, Kevin McCarthy was a shoe in for the speakership, which is uh, coming up, and mm-hmm. the vote's coming up in just a couple of weeks. And, yeah. uh, well, listen to what happened. Yeah. So you're in the race to be speaker, but if not you, and if not Kevin McCarthy, who are the alternatives? What can we expect on January 3rd? Um, there are a lot of very qualified individuals. Some have actually been kind of sniffing around uh, uh, as well, and, and I can't say their names for the same reason because you don't want them uh, to to be marked. I mean, I'm, right now I'm the marked guy, and everybody's beat me like a drum, and that's okay. But I think that, that people need to understand the argument that it's only Kevin McCarthy. Only Kevin McCarthy can do this is is specious because we have a lot of talent, a lot of very bright people, a lot of very successful people in business, a lot of people who've had, had legislative experience. I, I myself was the Senate president in Arizona for, for four years, and um, I know what it's like to try to herd the cats that a legislative body is. I think there's a lot of good people who could come in there that I could work with, that the, both the, the more moderate side and the more conservative side of our conference can work together. I think there are more things that hold us together than divide us. Um, But I just don't think that the American people uh, are going to be content with us just sitting on our hands, which unfortunately has been the pattern we've seen from um, Leader McCarthy over the last um, 12 years since he's been in leadership. I can't not agree with him. I think that McCarthy has sat on his hands routinely uh, in the mm. in the leadership position he's he's held, uh, and done basically nothing. I mean, he, you know, he he talks a good story. McCarthy does when he's being interviewed, Bill, but he doesn't follow through. What scares me is that we've got to figure it out because if we blow this, uh, I, I think this Congress is our last chance to get it right. If we don't get it right, trust me, the Democrats aren't going to let it give us another chance to do it because they are good at manipulating uh, the maniacal people that they are, and they have perfected the steel, and they'll just change the recipe a little bit. People may say, well, how can the Democrats do anything if we don't put Kevin McCarthy in? Well, oh. if, if the vote gets watered down and factions mm-hmm. begin to form and they can't get a majority for one person, you know, if they vote for McCarthy and he gets like, uh, I think he needs 218 votes or something like that or, or something like that. And let's say he only gets uh, 195 votes. I, I'm just saying hypothetically. And someone else gets the other vote and they can't come to a an agreement. I, I get the impression there's a faction out there that says, well, We'll do another vote. We'll step in and we'll appoint somebody. We'll have another vote. And you guys stay with your people and we'll insert somebody else in. That somebody else may be either uh, uh, a left-leaning Republican or it could be a a Democrat, I guess, if he's a member yeah, of the Yeah, they House. can do that. There is an opportunity. And don't think for a minute that they wouldn't sit there and uh, be so kind as to uh, help trip up the Republicans. I mean— Democrats play fair. I mean, look at Hillary. Thanks to Hillary, we found out about all the Trump uh, misguidings in uh, in Russia with Russian Gate, right? Wait, uh, that was a lie. That was a lie. Yes. Oh, yes. So uh, Democrats lie. Uh, it's hard to believe. I know. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know, I'd have to check first with Adam Schiff to see whether they lie or not. Uh, you know. Yeah, Shifty Schiff. Yeah. yeah, he would. He would tell the truth. 
Well, it'll be interesting. <laughs> that that vote is coming up, what, in about two weeks, Bill? Two and a half weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. And uh, uh, a lot of other interesting things happening that are going to be affected by the change in Congress. You know, Biden just said, okay, uh, we'll send another $1.1 billion uh, in aid to the Ukraine. Another Right. And people become numb to it, Bill, after a while. Oh, we just sent him another $1.1 billion. That's not million, friends. That's billion. Uh, yeah. And it, by the way, it's never enough for Zelensky. It's never enough. Yeah, I was going to say, he sat there in his press T-shirt behind his desk explaining why we need $1.1 billion. But he gets he gets some icing on that cake, too. Uh, what are they, Patriot missiles? Yes, he gets a, a bunch of Patriot missile launching uh, sites. Here's the problem I have with that, Bill. It takes some sophistication, some training mm. to learn how to use those things. And what our leaders have said is, okay, we'll take a bunch of Ukrainian soldiers, we'll bring them over to West Germany, and we'll train them for seven days. Not enough time. Not Why enough. are we taking some of our best prized hardware and giving them to um, Zelensky or any foreign nation and, you know, without us there to, if we're going to use those things, we should be over there operating our own stuff. And then we're in the war. We just yeah. don't want to say we're in a war, but we're going to pull ourselves into a war or somewhere down the road, all these nice little things we've given them and they get mad at us. Hey, here's your Patriots back. Boom. Hey, they find any of our advisors over there. And that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid they're not telling us the whole story. Well, no, the, the advisors are there. If that's the case, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. That means that we're actually actively involved with the land war itself. And we're, you know, we're stepping across a big line. Putin has said, like I said earlier, he's going to blow up every single one of those uh, Patriot missile sites. Every, he's going to target them. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame him. If I were, you know, if, if you sat there and looked at this like um, a war game. Right. And you play the bad guy. And you're Putin for a day. What would you do? Well, you'd first, do exactly one, what he's doing. I, one of the first things I would do. Yep. Uh, by the way, the other thing about a Patriot missile, uh, they're they're sophisticated. Uh, if they put them on the border to stop the missiles from coming into the Ukraine, what's to stop them from blowing up an incoming missile from Russia over Russia? And if that happens, have we done something that we're not doing now? Meaning, all of a sudden. You know, these missiles are going mm -hmm. to land in Russia, maybe take out civilians along the way. Have we gone to a, a new level of fighting the Ukrainian war? Well, yeah. You know, when you talk about uh, destroying a missile over Russia, uh, there's a lot of scenarios uh, because you got biological uh, labs there. Uh, you probably have chemical weapons there, uh, all stuff that's illegal. But you know what? I haven't seen us do anything that's quite copacetic and kosher yet. So I wouldn't be surprised at any of that. Now, I do understand we sent hardware over that turns an ordinary missile. This is besides the Patriot missiles. Right. It takes an ordinary missile and turns it into a smart missile. So it can go and be diverted to take out anything it wants to. And I'm like going, so you've got Patriot missiles. And now you can upgrade, I guess, old Soviet missiles or whatever with this technology. 
and turn them into smart missiles to go and be diverted in flight to do whatever you want it to do. Then there's this. I heard, and I'm not exactly sure of the figure, but I heard that each one of those Patriot missiles is, I'm not sure whether I heard 30 million a, 30 million a piece or 3 million a piece, but either way, let's say 3 million. Let's be conservative. $3 million a shot. What Russia is going to be flying into, or they're flying into the Ukraine right now, are missiles they bought from Iran that cost them $30,000 a piece. So they're going to be throwing $30,000 missiles at the Ukraine. We're going to be launching $3 million Patriot missiles to take them out. Uh, we lose no matter what. Just just financially, we lose. We lose, you know? I mean, we're going to be shooting $3 million uh, pieces of equipment at $30,000 pieces of equipment. You know, our government sits there and seems to want it well. The leadership, um, they throw away money. It's, oh. it's just like we have a money tree. We don't. Well, you know, the thing is, Billy, look at the average Joe out there. I, I think they're numb to it. I think the, the reality that their money, their money is being used in the Ukraine, it, it hasn't sunk in. People can't comprehend that the taxes that they spend every year, the taxes that they pay every year to our government, that's part of the money that's being blown in the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And the other question is, and this is maybe the biggest question of them all, is what do we as a country get out of this war? Absolutely nothing. And see, that's been my point all along. You go into a war, you go into a conflict, you go into a battle to win. If that is not your objective and there is nothing to be gained, it is a waste of life. Yes. It is a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Yes. And you know what? Uh, I care for my brother and my, my, my brother's keeper, but part of that saying is, we have people in our own backyard that are homeless, and a lot Absolutely. of them to no fault of their own. Absolutely. But we're going to sit there and piss away this stuff. We have veterans that fought for this country, yeah, and we 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 sit there and discard them like, hey, thanks a lot. Sorry you lost a leg, lost an arm. Hey, good luck with that. If uh, hey, and don't don't sleep on the sidewalk, will you? You know, I'm gonna I'll drive you nuts even more right now with another bit of news. I don't know whether you heard this yesterday or not, but the administration is going to start giving health care to illegal immigrants crossing the border. Well, you know, California, the asylum state that it is, you know, they want to do instant citizenship at the border. So yeah, the health care would be one of them. Uh benefits would be one of them. You know, um, are our senior citizens that are worried that uh, the Republicans are going to take away your Social Security. No, that's not going to happen. But it was actually Joe Biden who, if you go back and Google Joe Biden, Social Security, you will sit there and say, yeah, sure, that's on the table. We got to. They yeah. got to figure it out on their own. He is the one that wants to take your money away, but we can give it to the illegals coming across the border. Let's take care of our own damn people first. You look at Joe Biden today, you look at Joe Biden 20 years ago, totally different people. 
I mean, not just they look totally different. <laughs> they really do. But if you if you hear Joe Biden talk about politics and what he believes in today versus what he believed in in, let's say, 2004, totally, mm. totally different. This guy was border security was important to him in 2004, 2006. Uh, he was uh, not in favor of increasing Social Security. He was all the things that he's for now, he was against uh, 20 years ago. So, and, and then a lot of people, conspiracy theorists say, well, that's because the guy who's in office right now really isn't Joe. I'm not going there, friends, but, you know, it, it's an interesting theory. It would make for an interesting screenplay. Um, another thing, Bill, that's going on, and I'm sure you've heard about this, Brazil, there, uh, all of a sudden what has been peaceful down there, the, the demonstrations, it's broken out into rioting. Mm-hmm. buses being burned and things like that. And people can't figure out, you know, what the heck is going on. Um, Matthew Tymon, who, uh, who is a Tyreman is his name, actually. He's a reporter. He is one of these guys who's really up with the politics in Brazil and what's going on down there. Uh, he was on Tucker Carlson's show last night, and he had this to say. So Brazil held its general election back in October, and there were a lot of concerns about whether the election was on the level. Were all the votes counted, for example? Was this a fair election? But Brazil's top courts banned any investigation or discussion of the topic. And now, not surprisingly, Brazil is descending into chaos. Police are shooting at people. Matt Germond is an investigative journalist who's one of the few in American media to cover Brazil. He joins us tonight with an update on what's happening there. Matt, thanks for coming. What is happening in Brazil right now and why? Well, we are in day 44 of continuous protests with millions of Brazilians taking the street to exercise their constitutional right, free assembly, free protest, as well as their God-given right that is absolutely enshrined in Brazilians' order and progress, its rule of law. But at the same time, the Supreme Court, yesterday, they certified Lula's election that is akin to our January 6th, where we certify the presidential election. And upon certification, with the protest continuing, the Supreme Court Justice, Chief Justice Alexander de Marias, who is head of the Supreme Court and the subsidiary court, the Supreme Electoral Court, issued an arrest warrant for one of the protest leaders, who happens to be an indigenous leader from the Amazon, the Javanti tribe, and the upon his arrest, protest continued, and then it actually erupted into violence. And in 44 days, there has been no violence, no arson, no vandalism, and you know how you know? Because you would have been reading all about it everywhere in the Brazilian mainstream press and even the global press. It has been peaceful and prayerful, and the people just want to be heard. They want to see a military audit done, and the Supreme Court has blocked that. So they continue to protest. The parallels are amazing. And so, by the way, is the information control by the social media companies. Matt Tierman, thank you so much for that update tonight. And an update on that video has emerged uh, showing presumed infiltrators among protesters in Brasilia on Monday night uh, where five buses were set on fire, six cars too. Uh, apparently those, those infiltrators are, are felons. They are felons who dressed like Bolsonaro supporters, infiltrated the demonstration, mm-hmm. and then caused the problem. Does that sound familiar at all? 
to anybody here? Does that sound maybe like what may have happened on January 6th? Because I believe that happened. Yeah. I mean, people say, how can you say that? Well, let me just tell you how I can say that, folks. When President Trump was speaking, you know, giving the... uh, uh, peacefully and patriotly go up and protest. I mean, when he, he was, was making a that 20 minute walk away. Exactly right. And what was happening while he was speaking, there were already rioters up at the Capitol, breaking glass and causing trouble, trying to say they were Trump supporters. And if you go back and look at the footage, when they're saying all this stuff is going on, a couple of things you got to pay note to when they show the people charging the gates, it is the guards that are pulling back on the gates to and pull waving them down. Them. They didn't push them over, they, and they were waving them yeah. in. The other thing is you see the Democratic House leaders up on the terrace, up high, four or five stories up, looking down casually like they were the Roman emperor at the yeah. uh, gladiator fights, yeah. overseeing everything. Well, here comes Julius, and uh, he's right. <laughs> Come on. I know. Um, Brasilia, what's happening in, in uh, the Catholic... By the way, Brasilia is the capital of Brazil. Uh, you read the... Right. It's the, the government article. center, but uh, what's happening in Brazil, all over the country of Brazil, with all these demonstrations that are now breaking out into rioting, it's because they're being infiltrated by troublemakers. And the question you have to ask yourself is who is paying... For those troublemakers, they have masks, they have hats, they have outfits, they have the devices that explode. Who's paying for it? Could there be a world under government? In other words, a government of the world Yes, that pulls strings on all the countries yeah. and they, they have control and resources that are unimaginable. Well, I don't know whether it's an, I don't know whether it's an under government, meaning they already have control. You know, I do think there's a deep state that aspires to what you're saying. They right. they want to control the world. They want one government running the whole kit and caboodle, as they would say, and that's what they're trying to do. And I think what happens is. Guys like George Soros and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and all these rich people who have so much uh, money and so many resources, uh, they do things like send money to uh, to these different countries to get these people to infiltrate and cause trouble for their purposes. Look what Soros did with the uh, the illegal migrants. He spent thirty three yeah. million dollars. Thirty three million. So, conspiracy time. So let's oh, say. Wait the a whole second. World wait goes, a second. Hold it. I got to get my conspiracy hat on over here. You got it? I got my conspiracy hat. Okay, you I'm ready. I want to put your flak jacket on, too. Oh, okay, I'll put the flak jacket on. It's going to okay. be a good so It's going to be are. a good you know, one. You got the world in chaos, the world in turmoil. Yeah. And you're talking about a government that aspires to be the government of the world, but we talk about one world order. Um, how does the UN fit into all of this? <laughs> Well, I think the UN is a. Uh, it was set up years and years ago, and it was a front for something like that. And it, so, and, let me ask you another question. So, the UN has a president, right? Right. So, could it? Uh, could someone like a uh, Barack Obama mm-hmm. 
become the president of the UN? I think he aspired to that at one point. He even actually said he wanted to, yeah, he wanted to be president of the UN. Yeah. <laughs> Secretary General. I think, and I think then, that's what then they, we could take all the military assets. I think all they over call the himself it's, they, it's a kinder, gentler term, a secretary general. It sounds less imposing, don't you think, than president of the UN? Secretary General is what he aspired to be. Yeah, and then you could take all the military assets of all the nations under that all yeah. over the world, and that would fall in. So instead of a little blue half-track, you know, uh, one machine gun troop carriers, we would have uh, blue massive tanks and jets and missiles. You know, they already have... Just a weird thought. They, are, they already have their own army. You've seen them. Peacekeepers, yeah. they call them. And these peacekeepers go in, and they, like you said, they have the blue helmets, uh, which represent supposedly peace. But they are, they're, you know, they're sitting on top of uh, tanks and half tracks and things like that. And you, you got to, and also, they're, you know, under Trump's administration, do you think he would have allowed China to uh, to set up police stations in New York City? China has set up police no. stations in New York. Wait, people go, Why? Well, I guess what for, are they there for? for their people. To, I guess it's if they find somebody who's Chinese who's causing trouble, uh, they'll go out there and they'll uh, well, arrest them. Now, now that brings up a question. Yes. So they're policing their people here in the United States uh -huh. that are here chasing the American dream. Yes. Making American money. Yes, they are. Now, we already do it to India. Are we paying them? Uh, a monthly check, too, to China for all the Chinese people that are here making money. Because oh, who not knows? With this administration, probably so. I mean, you know what their attitude is with money down in, in uh, D.C. right now. We got it, and you can have some. <laughs> we got it, and uh, if you take it all, we'll print some more. Because it's exact, it's, We have the press. It's, <laughs> it's paper to us. We have a lot of force that yes. we, can, uh, we can tear down, and we'll go digital, which is something they're looking to do. I mean, this is just... A crazy, 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 crazy world that we live in right now. Well, you got to hope that something really momentous happens uh, soon. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, boy, this will make the friends of mine who are uh, good people, but they're left-leaning, who listen to this mm -hmm. podcast cringe. But wouldn't it be interesting if Trump came back? <laughs> well, the Kerry Lake lawsuit Ooh. actually... Uh, if that comes to for well, it's filed. Yes, but I, I think the, today the outcome of it would actually it, place him back in office. I think today they're having some kind of a big uh, hearing about that because it was expedited. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to have some decisions coming out of uh, Maricopa County today about that. Quick backup, quick backup, because we were talking about China. Uh huh. You know, China sent uh, eighteen nuclear-capable bombers. They're big bombers. Yeah. To go and fly around and, you know, taunt and harass Taiwan. Super. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yes. Uh, you know, you got to wonder. It, yes. Are we on the cusp of something bad happening? Because what what would be bad for all of us might be good for, well, the Bidens and, and the elites in the uh the oligarchs of the world and this is country. This isn't stuff, by the way, folks, that's popping up, meaning, oh, that just happened. This no. is stuff that is going on and has been growing constantly for months now, 
in all of these different places. The, the, the thing is, our media has the attention span of a new puppy, okay? Our media, they can't focus on one thing and stay with it. You know, all of a sudden, they're, they're down in Washington interviewing the president and the drag queens on the front lawn. Oh, that's a big, important story. The next thing they're talking about, something else, they'll, they'll go down to the border for a few minutes. Oh, that's nice. Let's go someplace else now. There's another story. They can't stay on the important stuff for any length of time. There's a site that I, I go to for uh, my show prep, and they used to have a section about the Ukraine. When it was a big story. Not anymore. Not anymore. They got rid of that section about the Ukraine. They're doing stuff that doesn't mean much to anybody about anything. Yeah. By the way, what day is it today? Today is the 15th of uh, December. 15th. So it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Yes. You know, so I've been sitting here watching on the major, the major TV station here in town. Yeah. Since Monday. And, then got and I see every 20 minutes, uh -huh. every 20 minutes. Now, I told you some of the stories. Yes. But the one that keeps popping up is the dog with the shovel that scoops the snow will shovel the snow. Well, maybe that's a good thing. He can train him to shovel his own poop, too. That would be a nice well, thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, he walks around with a little bag in his mouth, puts the bag down, <laughs> scoops up the poop, now, carries it away, and if drops you it can in the train trash can. Your, if you can train your dog to do that, you've got something there, friends. you got to you got to keep her dog. But, but my point <laughs> is, okay, it was a cute, fluff story, but yeah. the news is not the news anymore. They got these little feel-good stories. Oh, isn't that special? And then they squeeze in all this hate diatribe. Well, you know, um, loser Trump still denying the election and selling the big lie. You know, that they tell the lies and they throw the negative negativity out there or they leave it to the major media to, to throw that crap out there while they do all the little fluff pieces. There is no news. And by the way... Uh, it's been proven that the election was stolen. Yeah. There is no, if the only deniers are out that are out there are the people that are denying the well, fact that it Bill, was stolen. Why, why are they, they've made it so that if you question the validity of the election, they call you an election denier. They have made it thanks to the media. They've made it a label that makes you sound ridiculous. Oh, he's an election denier. And what's wrong with that being an election denier? What's wrong with having doubts about the validity of that election? All right. Another crazy piece of news. We're kind of bouncing around, but let's. Yeah. What, what, what has been a, a, another thing that was major, that was manipulated, that was proven in the Twitter dumps? Uh, was there a disease, a plague, a pandemic, COVID, uh -huh. that was kind of used by the Democrats? Yeah. And then I see this whack job story yesterday, and I'm going, why would you even do this study if it's real? And why would you put this story out there? But the story is people that did not get the vaccination oh, and have this. avoided the vaccine have been proven to be... <laughs> Yes. Bad drivers. Yes, I saw that too, Bill. You don't know how to drive your car because yes. you didn't get the vaccine. Obviously, you couldn't find uh. the, the vaccine center. You, obviously, you had problems driving to the vaccine center. That by itself says something. If yeah, you couldn't well, drive yeah. down to the vaccine center, you have an issue. 
Yeah, so now don't be surprised if you see the lights in the rearview mirror and you pull over uh, license, registration, and vaccination card. Oh, you don't have a vaccination vaccination card. card. Well, all right, okay. Pull pull Uh, over to the side of the road and park your car, Mr. Yeah, just just step out. We're going to duct tape tape your mouth, (laughs) put this mask over you, handcuff you, No, and we're going to take you off to a camp. No, no, no. The police officer will say, hold it, wait a second, roll up your sleeve. You want to leave here with your car? Roll up your sleeve. <laughs> you get the shot on, yeah, yeah right here, right instead now. Instead of on the uh, on the spot, Johnny, he'll be uh, he'll be uh, yeah, you j- know, on the j- uh, on the spot <laughs> shot copy. I don't know. Co- uh, he'll yeah. be the jabbing, the jumping jabber, <laughs> the jumping jabber. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. Uh, we live in interesting times. I just looked at a news story that just popped up. It says, unbelievable electoral court in in Brazil to investigate Bolsonaro. He's the good guy, folks. Bolsonaro is the conservative. He's the guy who had the election stolen from him. So what does that sound like? A leftist judge, they're starting to use their legal system to try to to make uh, Bolsonaro look like the wrongdoer here and not the criminals that actually stole the election. Well, they're doing that now. They're saying that... uh the election was rigged. Well, does, doesn't that sound like what they did to Trump? Trump. Doesn't that sound Yeah, like they're that? doing that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they're trying to minimize Bolsonaro. They're trying desperately to hang on to that that fraudulent false win that uh, Lulu had uh, just a few weeks ago, 44. Yeah, and Lulu's going to be the good guy before the end of it all. And, you know, the same thing here. You know, we the, the Democrats are fearful of the Republican Congress coming in. So it, it behooves them to trip up Kevin, to trip up the entire Republican Congress mm. so that it doesn't have a leader so they can put their own leader in and be in charge. And they do have a problem with the Senate because now they're back down to Kamala. Well, you know, she is really, you know, uh, she she she's... She's nonpartisan with her vote. Question: Do you think that the the people who weren't awake uh, a few two years ago, a lot of them are awake now? Do you think a lot of people realize no. this? Not after you my ride this past weekend. Uh, oh, I don't. Th- you're in the one- wrong place, Bill. You're in Massachusetts. Hold it. Flag on the play. Pull over to the side of the road. Yeah, you're, I know. You're yeah, in the yeah. wrong yeah. place. Well, I'm here visiting. Yes, you know, but th- that does. Uh, I'll tell you what. It just. It, but it was a surprise. But then again, too, I sit there and I have friends all over the country. They're media people and media people tend to be liberal. And they even believe the lies that they spew, which is why they spew the lies. A couple of updates on uh, stories that we've been following here closely here at uh, It's Another Day. Uh, You all know about uh, Sam Brinton. Sam Brinton was the assistant nuclear energy guy who uh, loved other people's luggage. He's the guy who dressed in beautiful uh, dresses. (laughs) He didn't know how to wear his lipstick under that mustache. I I think he had stilettos he would wear, too. He he was an interesting character. His hair wasn't a problem because he had none. He uh, has a mustache and a goatee. And he's proud of his uniform, his dress. He's just, just proud of it. So, uh, anyway, GOP senator calls for an investigation into Joe Biden's non-binary pup handler 
Sam Brinton. Apparently, he was into uh, one of his fetishes was that p- whole pup kink thing. I'm not sure exactly how that works, and I don't think I want to know. But apparently, there is some kind of a fetish that involves pretending you're a puppy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just well, telling you. Well, okay. I forget what they call that. Uh, nuts. There's actually huh? nuts. I the first well, word yeah, that comes nuts to is uh, would would be the proper thing. But there are the people that have the the they have parties. Yes. And they they go they, they might wear a wolf outfit. Oh yeah. They sure. Might wear a bunny outfit. Yeah, and they they pretend they they pretend they're puppies. Woof 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 and you have to pet them and stroke them and take them out for a walk. I would imagine I hope they don't do the other stuff that the puppies do, you know, with the poop or that would be disgusting. Well, I know. don't know, but they're they're basically it's a sexual fetish. Yeah. Fetish. Well, and they go and they they uh, I forget what it's called, uh, but they they dress up. They, they can buy these costumes. Yes, they have, masks. and it's big time. They go to parties and they they meet a total stranger that they never actually see the stranger, and in their costume, uh, they go have sex. Isn't and that, isn't that nice? You know, so it's kind of like anonymous sex as the creature of your choice. Ooh, you dog, you. Anyway. I- <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, I mean yeah. come on. Speaking about that puppy fetish, because we're in that puppy fetish uh, uh, story story here. Uh, we talked about this a couple of days ago too. The army is investigating at least two officers who wore fetish pup masks while in uniform. U.S. Army Pacific is aware of content found on social media reflecting soldiers' activities while wearing uniforms. U.S. Army spokesman. Major Jonathan Lewis said in a statement to USA Today yesterday, the incident is currently under investigation, you think? Hey, you had a colonel, a colonel. They're going to get away with it because in this woke, uh, I mean, uh, Biden would see it okay. But I sit there and I don't. Anybody that disgraces the flag, disgraces the uniform, I'm sorry. I don't care what a hero you are. You just disgraced it. Biden you lose. Will, Biden will invite him to the White House with his puppy mask. He will invite him there to celebrate mm. his individuality and the spirit of true military enthusiasm or something by wearing his puppy mask. I mean, look what he has. He has an admiral, you know, uh, Rachel Levine, who's uh, actually, I think his real name was Ray Levine. Uh, he is a uh, uh, god. He, he, he needs more makeup. The guy is... The guy, the guy looks like I played football with him, and he's dressing in a, a woman's military admiral he's got uniform. A chiseled on face, yeah. Oh my gosh, and uh, and and Biden and his administration is proud of it. You know, you you kind of looked at Rachel Levine and said, "Oh gosh, he he put him in there as a token representative of this faction of our society." Okay, but then when he went out to Sam Brinton, all of a sudden Sam Brinton was put into office, and Brinton. Is just he's just a flagrant, flaunting, screaming uh, character. You know, I mean, with the with the red dresses and the high heels and the stockings, and uh, he just well, is an, an enthusiastic uh, participant in that. Culture. I will predict that sometime in the next six months, uh, because we've seen, you know, they they they've taken, you know, they've shown they've taken gay relationships and made it the norm in commercials when when do you think it's going to happen that you have a transgender cross-dresser like yeah this guy 
uh, doing a Maybelline commercial. Oh, they're probably shooting them right now. They are probably on location doing it as we speak. Hey, uh, you know what? The Super Bowl's coming up. That could be the halftime commercial. Oh, my dear goodness. Can you imagine that? Somebody in New York and Madison Avenue right now is going, Hey, Bill, you're on this. I like that's that. <laughs> I like that. Holy smokes. Um, no, I, I, I think that's a d- distinct possibility. If you look at how commercials are being done now, they uh, are inclusive. Same-sex relationships are very uh, popular in commercials. Mixed relationships are very uh, popular and in norm uh, in the new commercials that are out there right now. Uh, they tr- they try desperately to use their commercials as a social influencer, you know? Well, yeah, they do. And and one thing you got to realize about the liberal left, everything is the exact opposite of what they say. So this image that they're projecting is totally the opposite of what life really is. So when you see this nuclear regulatory guy in a dress and everything as the norm, you see... Uh, even the spokesperson for the White House, everybody that Joe surrounds him by saying this is the norm, it's really a facade saying, no, this is opposite of the norm. Uh, we're just trying to make this the norm. Well, it's, you, you talk about fraud. I mean, I, I think back to what we played yesterday. We, we played Laura Logan talking about uh, the creative director on that uh, ad for uh, – what was it called? Balenciaga? And mm-hmm. the creative director was very much personally into the whole satanic look, the, um, you know, holding blood-soaked dolls that looked like children in her arms. And, and she was, and she was also the creative director for a while or involved with a creative product from uh, Adidas, I think it was. And... Right. Laura Logan said, wait a second, Adidas just got rid of Kanye West because he was too controversial and wasn't socially correct. They that had, they had no problem bouncing Kanye West. But it, on the other hand, they have this person who is into pedophilia and this whole uh, dark part of our society, and they, they seem to embrace that with no problem. It, mm-hmm. it, it seems like there's a conflict here, and... No one's saying anything about it. That's the other thing about what's happening in our society. So much is going, uh, and I think this is intentional. They're introducing all of these things into our society, and nobody is complaining about it. And as long as nobody's complaining about it, it is considered to be consent on the part of the the society. If we don't start saying enough of this crap, we're sick and tired of all of this this, violence, subliminal stuff that you're not even subliminal subliminal is the kind of stuff that we used to have when we were kids, when they would insert a frame of popcorn into a, a, a preview or, or into a movie. And, and you're in the audience when you were a kid and all of a sudden you start thinking about it, it goes by so fast, you don't see it, but you start to think about popcorn or automatic. That's subliminal. They're not doing stuff subliminal anymore. They're, stu- they're flaunting it. They're showing it right to your face. This is how society is right now. Get used to it. And if you don't believe this is how society is, then you're not paying attention, and you better catch up. That's their attitude. And, and uh, we've got to, as a people, we've, I truly hope, Bill, that we can 
grab the uh, courage to start standing up and saying, stop it. Stop this crap. You know. Well, let me ask you a question. How do you know that people aren't? We're standing up and saying, stop it. Yes. I know people, all the people I know are standing up and saying, stop it. But maybe the filters are the liberal media that are filtering the, the masses from hearing it. Well, here's the thing. This is, the, this is where we have an advantage. Uh, it all boils down to money. It all boils mm-hmm. down to money. If you stop buying their stuff, if you stop uh, going to their stores or buying their online product or whatever you do, then they will feel it. And I'll tell you why I know this is a fact, okay? Yesterday, one of the biggest liberal rags on our planet, the Washington Post, uh, just announced that they will be, be making major layoffs, much to the chagrin of the employees. They were just they were boiling over down in Washington. It's because they lost 500,000 subscribers over the past year. 500,000. Yeah, that's a big that's a big number, but you know, they will blame it on the right and uh they will go after whoever owns the company or some other way that all these people that are losing their jobs because they're doing layoffs. Right. Uh they're going to they're not going to take responsibility for their well, actions. They're going to blame it on somebody else and say they deserve compensation. I saw and, Bill, I saw the the uh it was a, a, a town hall meeting between the CEO of the Washington Post and the employees, and it was it was a, like a riot. <laughs> it was like a riot. They were uh, they were not happy people, and they were letting him know so much so that he didn't answer questions at the end of the presentation. He started walking away, and he said, "Well, I'm more for you as the days and weeks progress, and just kind of hang in there." And he left the room. Well, isn't that the liberal thing to do? Of course. Here, here's your assignment for today, tomorrow, and through the weekend. You watch Joe Biden. You watch Kamala. You watch uh, 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 Corrine uh, yeah. when she does her public spokesman thing. If you ask them a question that they don't like. Oh, well, I haven't. I have. I have. They, go- they walk away. They run away from the microphone, and they'll give you a snit answer. Or I'm not taking well, questions. Here's, and they walk away from you. Here's what Kareem says. What kind of representative is that? Here's what Kareem says. I don't have anything. I, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I just don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I just don't have anything. Don't have anything. I could go on with this for a hundred different times where she says, I don't have anything. And you just mm-hmm. accept it. That's Corrine Jean-Pierre. You, if I only had an answer, if yeah. I only had a brain. <laughs> exactly. Um Interesting day today. If if the thing with President Trump is really momentous, uh, I think maybe we should uh, come back, even if it's just for a short commentary. Yeah, we could. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if if it's a major announcement, uh, don't be surprised if we come back with uh, uh, a short uh, 10 or 15-minute segment uh, in addition to a regular program talking about what's going on. And... Uh, other than that, we'll be back tomorrow to do it again. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, by the way, uh, just so you know, the uh, if you were looking at buying a house or thinking things were going to get better, uh-huh. uh, the Fed uh, jacked up the rate again uh, yesterday, 0.5%. So. I wonder what the end uh, That'll the be in- the last one for the year. But you know what? The, two, the two new more, year should bring two, a new rate hike. Two more weeks. Last one for the year. Thank God. The thing is, though, yeah. what is the interest rate now on a house? Uh, 
What, what are the, what more are than I will pay. I will tell you that. More than I will pay. That's sad. That is really sad. You know, Biden talks about uh, inflation. Uh, it came down a bit, you know. Oh, it, it came down a bit. This is a guy, it's like somebody who gains 100 pounds and then you lose 20 pounds and he thinks it's an improvement when actually you're still heavier by 80 pounds. This guy is unbelievable. <laughs> this, he, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, they talk about for the seniors uh, or people on uh, disability or Social Security, they get the cola raise. And it's the biggest one in in decades, but okay, so it is. Um, you talk about people that have gotten raises. Well, we have to pay more money now. See, we raised wages, but it doesn't make up for the price of gas, the price of food, uh, the price of cars, the price of every god blessed thing that you need to live. Mm -hmm. So, well, your raises just went out. It went down the drain. Well, as we leave today. As we end this yeah. program, I think we should put that question to Corrine Jean-Pierre. Corrine, does President Biden have an answer to this inflation situation that uh, we are experiencing right now? I don't have anything. I, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I Bill, never had anything. No, Bill, she doesn't have anything. I don't have anything. Empty space up there. I think, right. Bill, she doesn't have anything, and I think we should, uh, we should say goodbye for the day as she... Uh, Continues her. Yeah, maybe we can join her again tomorrow. Maybe she'll have something. I don't think so. I don't have anything. It's too bad. I don't have anything. See you, Bill. Yeah, adios, man. I don't have anything. I do have something, but I can't talk about it. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America.